Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to News Burp, the show that trolls the internet for news and burps its essence in your general direction. My name is Matt. Him over there is Adam. I'm double tasking. And this is episode number 289. And today we have stories about mermaid mummies, Japanese killing stones, non-vegan fruit, how to get ahead in crime, and how the fuck are faith healers still a thing? And that's some good <laughs> news as well. There we go. Yeah, yeah. There we go. So, uh, how's it gone? Uh, good. Yeah. Uh, watching the whole uh, Ukrainian thing, seeing how that's playing out. Why? What's For, happening there? Uh, you know, there's there's a guy, yeah, and he's getting all his mates going. Do you know, I I want I want that I want that playpen, and yeah. so he what he's doing is he's getting the kid in that playpen and just like pushing him yeah. against against the uh, you know the not the railings. What do you call it? Like the bars of the playpen? Going get out, get out. He's not he's not being nice. No, he's being a dick. Uh, but everyone else in the everyone else in the kind of infant place is going. We're not giving. We're not giving that lad. We're not sharing toys with him anymore. Uh-huh. And meanwhile, the kid who's getting pushed is going, "Fuck toys, man! Give me, give me uh, Thor's hammer and uh, and Captain America's shield." They're going, "Oh, but they're ours." They're going, "Yeah, but you're not the one getting pushed up against your bars." Ah, we don't want to do that. <laughs> Well, so, yeah. I mean, that all sounds like a, a big old load of silly nonsense. Well, it is. It really is. Yeah. Uh, making light of it, of course. The, 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 my favorite story of the whole thing was um, some dude uh, just just ramming a truck through the Russian embassy gates in Dublin. Oh God! And he was <laughs> so. Now, I, I I didn't save this. Like, this is not a story that's going to come up later on. We'll no. just talk about it briefly. Yeah, this guy thought that he was he was doing a great thing, and he's not really because now all that's going to all that's going to happen is that all over Russia, Ireland is being portrayed as a terrorist state for <laughs> for ramming yeah. the fucking <laughs> Russian embassy. It's just like, and look, even the Irish haters like, no, 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 this this one guy just had, and he's from Leitrim. How many times have we slagged off Leitrim in this show? And now it's justified. It's one hundred percent justified. But as funny was he was he was on a truck full of um, like church stuff, like candles and all. It's like all like it's a big sign and thing saying, "Oh, you know, for the church or whatever." It's sort of like a big dove of peace and it's like he's like, "You know what I'm going to do? I'm 
fuck these Russian na- <laughs> No, I'm off. And I, I've got, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, fuck, the, the Russians are being dickheads now. They're yeah. being dickheads. So yeah, but you can't do that, lad. Uh, I'll do what I want. I'm from the Atom and I fuck sheep. Oh, I do. Ah, well, then. Just, uh, you know, it, it's, first of all, I didn't even know that there were companies that supplied churches. I, I, I guess I still believed that, you know, their wafers and their wine just happened. <laughs> they disappeared in that box. <laughs> well, you know, if Jesus if Jesus isn't actually, if that's not actually, you know, I know it's not as actually his, his blood and, 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 his, and his, his bones. Is that yeah. what it is? His blood uh, and his body. His flesh and blood. Flesh and blood. Uh, I know it's not actually him, but you know, I, I just I just assumed that the church always had this stuff. I didn't know they had to ring up a supplier, and I didn't know that there were multiple suppliers, and that he was only one of them. I just like do you know the way, like <clears throat> you know from working in the restaurant where you like you're supplying the kitchen or you're supplying the bar, and you've your you've your list, and you just go in and listen. Yeah, I need uh, give us a give us a kilo of uh, unleavened bread, there, will you? Uh, how how we wine? Just give us a uh, two two cases will do us for uh, oh, it's Lent, it's Lent. Jesus, going to Easter. Oh, Mike, give me give me three, give me three. You don't have oh jeez, he doesn't have fucking three. Uh, what do you have? What do you have? Right, being give me right, give me two cases and already being it. Yeah, <laughs> just doing all that. I'll tell you my favorite story of the war so far. Yeah, it's kind of early days, and this this old Ukrainian lady uh, went up to this Russian soldier. And was kind of, what the fuck are you doing here? And, you know, fuck you and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But put uh, sunflower seeds in his pocket. Right. Have you heard a story? And she goes, yeah. um, I can't wait to see those sunflowers grow from the corpse of your dead body in Ukrainian soil. Wow. I was like, oh, that's, that's cold. That's, 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 that's cold, all right, isn't it? That's... He's on the 75-year-old going, fuck you, you, you fucking dickhead coming over here. And just walking like on, I see those sunflowers grow up in your fucking your dead body. Imagine that soldier. I don't want, madam. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. <laughs> Look, missus. Uh... <laughs> you know, like it's 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 an Adam Lynch soldier. It's like it is an Adam Lynch I'm, soldier. I'm, I don't want to be here. I, I, look, I, I was just put here. I was even, fine in the gulags. <laughs> even even in the face of of war. Adam Lynch doesn't let the quorum slip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, I couldn't. I was just like, you're sorry, man. Like, you know what? I'll grow you myself. <laughs> <laughs> you're a fucking prick for being here. I am. I'm, I'm terribly sorry. I'm so sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <clears throat> but now I must strike you very roughly. <laughs> oh, God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was striking you very roughly. You said like a disgruntled <laughs> Mr. Darcy. <laughs> Oh, be awful! Uh, 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 yeah, so that's 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 what's going on. Uh, so yeah, so Russia, the Russian uh, ambassador demanded a full official apology from Ireland, and of course, a, a replacement of the gate. Uh, well, it's very important. Um, yeah, so, my, you know that, like, there's some like travelers. Kind of, How's your problem with the gate, like, boss? I'll get, I'll get you gate. I'll get you gate. Like, I'll do a time account for on the drive for everything. <laughs> I'll do it all for you for nothing. I know you've been yeah. big dickheads over in Ukraine, but I tell you, we do it for do it for you. Yeah. Stop being dickheads, yeah. So, uh, so what I suggest, and it's just my my own humble opinion, is that um, we should replace the gate. You know, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll do it just as soon as we finish home and all those refugees who have fled the country that you invaded. <sighs> yeah, 
How about we get to that first? And we deal with all the other shit. Uh, in the meantime, right, you can put some of, some, some of that plastic orange netting as a fence across your across your embassy gate there. <laughs> yeah. Who makes that? Was, Who makes that fencing? I don't, I don't know. But instantly, everyone listening going, I know that fencing. You yeah. see it everywhere. <laughs> I'm in building sites. I'm in building You know what? It's going to be a bit of a, a kick up a stink thing. I think it's someone in a kind of a, you know, Black Lives Matter, you know, All Lives Matter, is when the... When the refugees come here, mm-hmm. I think we're I think we're taking like we're taking, is it eighty thousand we're taking? Yeah, well, we've I think it's we've a couple of thousand so far, but I yeah. think it's 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 up around that that kind of number that that we said that we can take. I think people are going to start going. What about our homeless? Well, you see, that's already started, and the, you see, the very good point is that, and this, look, it's not a good point because homelessness shouldn't be a thing in 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 any country. But the thing is that homelessness and the housing crisis in this country and other countries is something that's happened kind of gradually so yeah. people don't people don't tend to react to things that happen gradually but you know war pandemic that's why you get instant reactions because it's an instant thing you know yeah. so it's like we take in 80,000 refugees and you know the most important thing is that they're safe we'll fix everything else later on right uh it, it's 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 good for it's good in one way because it, it sorts people out in the short term uh, i just hope that you know all countries you know, have a plan going down the line as opposed to, you know, how long is this war going to go for? What do we do with the refugees? Well, they're here. What do we do with them after the war is done? You know, because then you have, you know, there's so many complications around it. Uh, but definitely people should be made safe first. But yeah. I think, yeah, that, like there, there is already that argument that what about the homeless going, yeah, the homeless is, 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 a, is, a, is, a, is, is a big problem. But, um, you know, you're not a, risk or fear of being bombed so let's look after these people for a minute yeah yeah no <clears throat> i just i knew it was going to be a thing yeah yeah let's look and look i understand it as well i do understand it yeah you know but the, the, there's always going to be the case of you know don't help them what about me there's always it doesn't matter what the argument is yeah you know it's like i, remember, I, I was uh, in trouble first yeah anyway Look at, will we do a show? Yes. Right then. Uh, what video am I putting? Oh, wow. That's old man looking at the phone. Isn't it? You're on uh, video. You're on video. Uh, what? What? What's going on? What? Put it away from your, yeah. Hold it at arm's length. Arm's length. Arm, arm, who? <laughs> Jeez, now you're frozen. In a great, typical manner. <laughs> I couldn't have frozen at a better time. <laughs> God, I, I hope you hit something wrong. Oh, now it's just me. Well, well, ladies and gents, I guess uh, it's the Adam Lynch show. Welcome to News Burp. Uh, if you've just joined, uh, I'm afraid uh, Matt's gone AWOL, and as the presenter of the show. Uh, I really need him for the rest of it. Hey. So we will continue. Can you as hear best me? We... Oh, hey. Thanks for joining us. I, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know what happened. I was doing the, the, the. I didn't do the thing, and then the thing happened, and I don't know what happened. It actually, it actually happened at the perfect time when you were like so close to the camera, and it froze, like in a typical old man fashion. Uh-huh. And I just, kept, I just kept the show going. Well, I haven't a clue what happened there. Sorry, live viewers. <laughs> no one's uh-huh. watching. 
No one's watching it. That doesn't matter. Look, look, we go on and do. I'll, I'll, I'll click the thing here now before something else happens. Please do. Okay. Hang on. Why are you over the other side? Because I belong here. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind switching over if it makes you feel it's more comfortable. Just, it's just that it's just that my ass divot is in that side of the screen. Comfortable <laughs> over that side. Go on then. Switch it. I don't <laughs> care. What's it? I don't know where you got over there to begin with. I can't fix this. I don't know what kind of debacle this is. I have no control over the situation. <laughs> That's obvious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't know. There's a small fire started somewhere. I probably should go go over and drop some flammable on it. I'm back in a minute. News. <laughs> That's it. That's all we need. We're back in the room. We're back in the room. Um, okay. So, right. First story. We'll just go for the first story. Please do. Um, yeah, I've, tr- I've tried to streamline things as well, so I don't have to click as many buttons. Yes. It's got, it, it, some people could perceive it as being lazy. Other people would perceive it as, as working smart and not hard. Absolutely. Work smarter. You know? Yeah. I was being lazy, let's be honest about it. But, you know. Look, if it does the same job and we're working it out, it's all good, man. It's all good. See, see cause, so now instead of having like little puns, you know, yeah. and, and having to think of puns. You know, uh, I just, I just, I just need to title it a segment up there. Look, good man, good man, good man yourself. Yeah, I know, I know. And then all I have to do is match up the thing at the bottom with uh, the story. Yeah, that's going across there. You know, that's all I have to do. Yeah, and uh, I find it here. So uh, that's it uh, there. Good man, uh, good so, look. So that is smashing. Look, I'm just, I'm just doing what I do. Scientists try to solve mystery of three hundred year old mummified mermaid currently being worshipped at a temple. Mm. There, oh, there God. she is. There, she's, she's quite a looker. <laughs> it's got kind of like a, like a monkey face. Well, look, she didn't look a day over two hundred and fifty. <laughs> and what? what why are they saying mermaid? Obviously, the legs have fused together, and there's no legs. Or well, let's find out. Okay, though. Japanese scientists have started investigating the mysterious mermaid mummy that has long been an object of worship at a temple in Okayama. Uh, a team of researchers from the... Geez, well, I, I didn't know this was a Japanese story. All these words I have to try and pronounce. Brilliant. Looking forward to it. A team of researchers from the Kurashiki University of Science and Arts are conducting scientific analysis of the mummified remains and the mysterious icon to determine what they are actually composed of. The mermaid mummy, which measures around one foot, has earned its name for having an upper body that appears to be human and a lower body that looks like a fish tail. I mean, I'm guessing the legs fuse together and the yeah. feet make this kind of like fin looking shape. Well, let's find out. No. The 300 year old mummy, has, which has retained <coughs> its nails, teeth, and hair over the years, has also maintained the eerie expression of a screaming child. That's oh. not creepy at all, is it? God almighty. Pick something else. He's just a monkey face. <laughs> screaming child. A startled elf on the shelf. Uh, <laughs> Cousin Quida, uh, not pronouncing that right, the chief priest at uh, Enjuin Temple in the city of, ah, fuck's sake, Asakuchi <laughs> took out the artifact from the wooden box where it has been stored inside the school's veterinary hospital for an examination on February 2nd. We have worshipped it, hoping that it would help alleviate the coronavirus pandemic, even if 
only slightly, said the head priest. Uh, I hope the research project can leave scientific records for future generations. Uh, like, a priest is is praying to this thing. The priest doesn't even know what this thing is. Yeah. Well, is there's religion for you, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He was pray to the weird uh, thing. Hey, monkey face, fin, legs. <laughs> Why? What's that going to do? Uh, can't hurt. You know, because <laughs> well, if if if, no, if nothing happens, then it's just another crazy religious thing. But if something happens, I'm the dog's bollocks. So <laughs> yeah, which is pretty much my whole right. approach. <laughs> <laughs> it's my whole approach to to predicting things. You know, if if nothing happens, I'm just another crazy lunatic. If something happens, genius. Yeah. 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 You know. And, uh, look, I have, uh, eight and a half years to go before Aliens Land, and I'm heralded as, uh, what's your man's name? Uh, Nostradamus. That's him. Yeah. I hear that the world's gonna end, like, either 2030 or 2040. I hope 2040, because I want at least 10 years of, of glory of being the guy who predicted aliens on time. Yeah. Apparently, there's some, uh, some countdown thing, I don't know if it's like Leonardo da Vinci or something, where there's like so many, like he just made all these predictions, like another Nostradamus type thing, and so many of them become true, and it's like, oh, well, 2030 and 2040 are coming up, we're going to be dead, it's like, oh, okay, whatever. But uh, yeah, I look forward to that. Yeah, I mean, so I, I, I think I can just predict things that, you know, are probably going to happen anyway. I mean, not like outlanders things. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I'd say we'll probably in the next... I'd say in the next 20 years, we'll see a DC Marvel movie crossover. Do you think? Has it, has it been done with the comics? Oh, it's been done with the comics, yeah. Uh, it hasn't been done recently with the comics, but it's definitely done back in the day. So I think that, you know, all these multiverses and all these various different variations of so many characters that they'll have to go. It's the only thing we can do, lads, is, you know, do a Batman versus Iron Man thing. You really? Know? Yeah, I think so. Or like a, I don't know, Captain America versus Superman, or whoever. Who's 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 the Marvel version of um, Superman? I don't know. Who's the Marvel version of Superman? I suppose Captain Marvel. Anyway, Captain Marvel. Look, yeah. that's that's what I think. You know, so twenty years. So I have aliens, and I have a DC Marvel crossover. That's 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 two things that are okay to predict. Interesting. You know, and I don't need a crazy fucking mummy mermaid monkey boy to pray to. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's the last thing we need. It's the last thing anybody needs. Dear Joe, <laughs> I was reading on the internet the other day. <laughs> oh, I'm afraid I'm like, not from Ireland. <laughs> That's going to go woo overheads. Oh, uh, Joe Duffy. Joe Duffy is like is, is, is Ireland's um, radio phone in show where people just ring in to complain about everything. And it's always, it's disgrace, Joe. It's disgraceful. Yeah. It's disgraceful. Carry on. Tell you, tell you, Joe, I went to, I went to, I went to McDonald's the other day, and would you believe I had to pay eight forty, eight forty for these small burger chips? You don't say, you don't say. Tell us more, tell us more. And I, I tell you, Joe, I went to that and I handed them for, and she can't be changed. I was like, what? What are you, what are you doing? Where's, where's me like four euros? Not the thing, what the thing? I said, oh, well, here we are on line three. We have uh, Michelle who works actually in McDonald's. Michelle, Michelle, what, what, what's going on with these prices? What's going on? Come on, yeah, yeah, come on. <laughs> and if you, if you listen to it, when, once, she, once Joe has two people on the phone to each other, I just like encourage a fight and go, go on, yeah, yeah, and tell us, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like, geez, it's awful. Yeah, yeah, tell us, tell us. Yeah, yeah. Fucking class, though. 
But yeah, it's just people ringing in with like non-complaints and just blowing everything out of proportion. And his whole, look, it is what it is, but his whole living is just facilitating, giving people somewhere to complain about. <laughs> anyway, a note inside the box claims that the mysterious creature, this is back to the mermaid mummy thing, was caught in a fishing net off the coast of Tosa province. Uh, between 1736 and 1741, the mummy was passed on to other owners after the turn of uh, that era, Meiji, Meiji era, eight, from 1868 to 1912, and ended up being acquired by uh, the Enjuin Temple. The remains are to be studied from a variety of academic perspectives. Uh, Hiroshi, I don't know all these people look. It's going to be gone by lots of really, really clever Japanese people. <laughs> Right. And you know, here she, oh fuck him or her I don't know what it is anymore. him look look if you're watching on the video and he should be he's on, he's on YouTube you know, it's right there on the screen it's right, right there look it's right there right there on the screen I love how you go you read it <laughs> you, you fucking you fucking dude Jesus Christ reader listener watcher viewer person what's your fucking effort in for your free entertainment here's a story we'll scroll slowly go <laughs> right right next story <laughs> <laughs> ah, so look there you go he's, he's a Japanesey you just get some uh, get some remains and uh, have a have a whole story uh, I'd have to keep an eye on that and see what it comes out it, it, it is going to be I think exactly what, what you said which is that you know the two legs just kind of fused together maybe it was like born with a, a, a deformity or an abnormality yeah. and or maybe it was uh, you know the you know the mummy bandages have just kind of like they're still on the legs Mm-hmm. Wrapped tightly, and it's just it's making it look like a yeah. It's just it's like it looks it, it looks like a prop off Beetlejuice or something like it's it's yeah. It's, I'd be uh, I don't like it looks more and it does look more monkey than human. Yeah, you know what do I know? I'm not a full time mermaidologist. Mm. I'm just not. I'm not. Okay. I'm, and you know what? I'm not, I'm not even a full time Japanese person, so I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, that's very fucking obvious, but the way you're trying to say names. Hukuchukuchi, <laughs> oh, whatever. Imagine the offence. Like, because obviously, like, Japanese are, like, very proud race, and, like, you know, it's all very it's, manners. It's and, not, and you're going, this is, uh, Mr. Hiramoto. Uh, hello, Mr. Hir- Harry, Harry, um, what's it again? Sorry. Harry face. Yeah. No, it's, look, it's not a slight to them. It's, it's just like, you know what? And let's hear one of them try and say the name Sersha. Kiva. <laughs> yeah, Kiva. There we go. So it's not it's not a slight on them, you know. I'm, I I I love I love Japanese people. Don't know anybody in real life. I know you love Japanese people. You love all their inventions that has knickers in it. In... <laughs> I don't think I've ever been so offended. <laughs> you you'd love that. You'd love just going and going ah! <laughs> knickers for like a euro fifty. <laughs> B eight. <laughs> beep beep. Knickers. I think I think that's 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 very uh that's a very disparaging uh portrait of my character. <laughs> I'm not saying you'd get them, but I'd say you love them. <laughs> you just love the idea of going, eh, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <there's me. laughs> look at that crazy show over there. Ah oh, Japan. <laughs> Brilliant. What else? <laughs> Well, let's see what we got. Well, do you know what? I think I'll, I think I'll go on to my next story, which is also a Japanese story. <laughs> uh, this, this, this wasn't like I, I'm noticing a trend 
which isn't which was never planned as a trend is that one week all my stories about food another week all my stories are about something else weed and now this week seems to be japan and all my stories about are about heads about yeah yeah it just yeah. it just kind of happened i just noticed it when i was uh look for them like <gasps> heads Heads. Well, there you go. Well, I'm going to keep an eye on the old uh, Japanese mummy uh, mermaidy thing. Cool. What's going on there? Um, but uh, next story. You ready for this story? Please. Check this story out. And then and, uh, put that one there. Right. Okay. Here we go. Japan's Killing Stone splits <gasps> into releasing superstitions amid the Sulphur Springs. Legend I've seen has this. It. Yeah. Legend has it, has it, there is an evil spirit trapped in the... Oh, so fucking... Why did I... Sheshko Seki Stone, which... And that was so... Adam. Yes, sir. I can't I can't even just read words You're anymore. doing great. You're doing great. I'm very proud of you. You picked, <sighs> like, the weirdest fucking things, but I'm very, very proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> Legend has it, there is an evil spirit trapped in the Sesho Seki Stone. So what happens now that the stone is broken? Okay, here we go. There's a lovely picture on there of some of some lovely Japanese art. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's find out. Predictions of dark forces being unleashed by an evil. <laughs> oh my god! I said it for me. There was no stuff on that one. <laughs> That's the evil spirit leaving the stone. <sighs> I don't know where I can. The literally just just happened. Wow. Just, just, anyway. Predictions of dark forces being unleashed by an evil vixen hung over social media in Japan on Monday after a famous volcanic rock said to kill anyone who comes into contact with it was found split in two. Jesus. Ooh. Couldn't just be easy, Kyle. No. Like, do you know what I love about, like, I, I love hearing about mythology that you don't hear about all that often. Like, like, like Japan does great uh, horror mythology and they do, like, great horror stuff. Yeah. You know, and they're, they're great at that. Is it, are, they, are they the ring? Uh, yeah, yeah. All Japanese people are the ring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> are they the ring again? Put the shoe on their phone. They're thinking about us going. Are they the potatoes? <laughs> that's the idea. Yeah. Oh, are they? Are they remnants? Are they? Yeah, that's yours. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Leprechauns. <laughs> Is that them? <laughs> oh god yeah uh, oh sorry like, Japan. But, but, so sorry <laughs> nah, we've only got like four listeners over there sorry uh, hello Japanese listeners by the way there is actually I think there's like four there's four regular downloads from Japan so, so really uh, four yeah. four they're, they're not regular listeners they are you know well, security well, speaking sure that we're not like going we're gonna <laughs> fucking bomb them look either we have Japanese listeners or somebody's using a Japan VPN or something I don't know but there's four okay. regular downloads from, from Japan um, okay. according konnichiwa. to Konichiwa and also um, Arigato more Japanese stuff um, <laughs> Kill Bill uh, according to the mythology surrounding the <laughs> show Seki or Killing Stone the object contains the transformed corpse of Tamamo no Mei a beautiful woman who had been part of a secret plot hatched by a feudal warlord to kill Emperor Toba who reigned from 1107 to 1123 wow. so like this is just I love stories like this you know but like it's a story to me or you, 
But to some people, it's a terrifying thing of, well, no, actually, this split, this stone is split open like some serious shit going down. Yeah, we're fucked. Is it, it's, it's pretty much their Pandora's box. Oh, there, there, there's a good, um, what you call it? Synonym? Analogy. Uh, um, um, comparison. Comparison. There we go. Got there. We did it. Yeah. Brainy. We used our words. Brainy. We did. Uh, legend had it, has it that her true identity was an evil nine-tailed fox whose spirit is embedded in the hunk of lava located in an area of uh, Tochiki Perfecture near Tokyo, famous for its sulfurous hot springs. So it goes on and on and on. And there's a tweet there in Japanese, which I'm not even going to try. <laughs> just, you couldn't. Where would you start? Where would I begin? I mean, you know, to but even it, try, I just sound racist. So I'm not going to. But it kind of splits in three kind of samey parts, doesn't it? If, uh, I, if I judge the picture correctly. Uh, what are you talking about? The picture of the stone that's broken. You can see it's kind of like golden in the middle. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. There it is. There, yeah. Kind of breaks in like three separate parts or whatever. Yeah, it's like oh, but, like if it's like, and I'm assuming that it's a very specific stone. It's not just like you know stone from this part of Japan. Like it's a specific stone. Is it like must be? I, I guess it's just this giant volcanic stone. There was a, you know, it, it came out, it exploded from the the volcano, and it mm. kept in this spirit. It was so big. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Here's a question for you. Go for it. If your spirit was going to be trapped in something for thousands of years, what would you want it to be trapped in? Be trapped in? Uh, a river. <gasps> but then the river goes to the sea, then you're in the sea. Well, I, that means, okay, well, then I'm just caught in this water source, able to like travel anywhere. Mm. But you, you want me to be stuck in something? I mean, maybe like something like a tree. Or no, no. Fuck, why, why are we stuck in something? That's a, I'm, I'm, an, I'm an animal. I'm in a bird. Oh, okay. Like, like a, like a parasite. Huh? Like just, just like a parasite. The bird's gonna die. So, what, does that mean I die, or does that mean I'm free? My soul is free. Um, I don't know. I, I think it, like, like if you're gonna be trapped in something, then it's a curse, right? So, <laughs> so if you're gonna be cursed, but you get to choose what you're cursed into, what are you gonna be cursed into? Fuck, I don't know. I get like with something that can't move. I suppose, I suppose a tree, like a, like a sequoia tree, I just like grows for like one hundred fifty years or even longer, like five hundred years. Nice, nice. Yeah, nice. I'll take that. Yeah. What about yourself? Uh, Kate Beckinsale's vagina. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> if I'm gonna be sticky and moist beside her, I want to be her vagina. <laughs> Uh, no, I would probably say um, something like a, like a tree is a good one. A tree is a good one. Um, yeah, or maybe you know, uh, like a cliffside or like a waterfall, like cliff or something. You know, where there's yeah. always like you know, because I like the idea of like the water running. You know, but uh, there you go. Uh, either one of them is good for me. Right. So if anybody wants to curse me, that's what you can curse me into. Uh, but I, I, I love like that, that's what's wrong with this. I, I love like old 
mythology because you can go down a rabbit hole of like finding out like where these stories started and 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 why there's superstition around them and and like even Ireland like Ireland like like old Irish history and folklore is fascinating. Oh, it's really you know, good. Yeah, that's, that's that's where fairies began. You know, that's where you know like like a lot of like old like like old world mythology kind of comes from like you know Irish and Celtic. Uh, origin so it's really fascinating um but maybe that's just me getting stoned and going oh look at this stuff <laughs> and all those good stories all, all like Fiona McCool and all that kind of stuff and Kuko yeah. and the cool stories all yeah, the old kings yeah, and really good stories and it's weird how like it, you have different cultures um kind of approach storytelling in in a different way because like like if you look at like all the all the old fairy tales like they're probably like all the all the British Grimm stuff Oh god, like, yeah. Like it's, it's proper horror story. Like Hansel and Gretel, like they they actually get eaten by the witch. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and uh, Red Riding Hood, I think like, they butcher the fucking wolf and everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, but it's like it's, it's like because fairy tales were supposed to be it was supposed to be scary stories to to warn kids off, you know, being naughty. But yeah. then of course we turned them into fucking Disney films and pantomimes. You know? <laughs> Saying, "Don't run anything, kids." <laughs> <laughs> Follow dangerous people into the woods. All right. Yeah. I mean, I just let's just fast forward a hundred years till you get a Disney fucking account of Sunday Bloody Sunday. You know what I mean? That's just what it's going to be, just told in a slightly different way. Yeah. There was a disagreement. It's like <laughs> fuck disagreement. There was a bit of a misunderstanding. <laughs> that's what the troubles were. A misunderstanding. Well, yeah. I mean, I suppose, I suppose they were really. You know, no, they were. <laughs> uh, okay, there you go. That's that. I think that's my last Japan story, though. Okay. Um, well, I might have another story. Uh, we're going to do another story. Okay, did this one. Now I love this story. So let me just uh, let me just do this. I love this story because um, it uh, it just shows the world that uh, vegans are still assholes. <laughs> hey. Uh, Tesco shopper shocked after finding out that oranges are not vegan. Uh, what? Now, uh, let's let's have a little bit of a discussion before we move on and find out why they're not vegan. Okay. When when you say we're going to have a discussion, are you just going to rant? <laughs> Look, I prefer the, the the term discussion because at any time you can chime in with a uh huh yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> is that my point of view? Okay. Uh huh. Can I? Oh, yep. Yeah. Sorry, you're still. To- yep. Uh huh. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go to the toilet. <laughs> no. Okay. So if you think about how food is mass produced in the world, food, all food is mass produced now at this stage around the world because okay. just the volume of people that have to be fed. Okay. And then you have that's when corporations get involved. Uh-huh. And when corporations get involved. They want to protect their products so that they can maximize the profits off it. Yeah. So if you don't treat fresh food in certain ways, it's not going to last the transport, it's not going to last the storage or the, the retail experience, and it won't last, you know, a week in your house when you buy it. Right. So therefore, I would think that, like, most people would have an understanding that uh, mass-produced cheap fruit and veg in your local supermarket is going to be sprayed with all sorts of pesticides and insecticides and chemicals and you know some fruit uh like plums and apples have this kind of waxy thing put on them as well yeah it's not it's not very widespread but it's more widespread than the cheaper fruit you know because you want to keep that lasting longer longer yeah you know 
So because these oranges are, are sprayed in all different sizes of insecticides uh, and pesticides, they're not vegan. So Ooh. they're suitable for vegetarians, but not suitable for vegans. And this is what, you know, this is why, you know, anyone who's vegan for whatever reason, you know, it's, it's fine. Be a vegan, you want to be a vegan. But, you know, you, you can you can go into a restaurant and say, well, I'm a vegan, I want, I want a salad or I want or whatever. You know, but even if you just get a green leaf salad, that salad is not vegan. It's been treated with whatever else. You know what I mean? And the the salad dressing, like the olive oil, is not vegan because it's, you know, it's probably loads of bugs in it. Interesting. You know, so nothing is truly vegan unless you've grown it yourself and it's one hundred percent organic. It comes from your greenhouse and you didn't use anything spray on it. Um, you didn't use any fertilizer. You didn't use any any of that kind of stuff. Like nothing derived from an animal whatsoever. You're going to find your diet decreasing drastically. You can't use a fertilizer. No, it's just derived from animals. But is it not a natural element from an animal? Look, maybe I'm taking it too extreme. I don't really know. Is the I'm not ashamed to say I don't know. I'm Honestly, I don't know either. Shit, you know, <laughs> but I don't know. But um, so she went crazy on on Tesco. She went to go complain to Tesco's, and Tesco's were like, "Eat a bag of dicks if you don't like the oranges." I can't eat a bag of dicks. I'm vegan. <laughs> well, here we go. A shopper was left shocked after discovering that several items of fruit she was trying to buy weren't vegan. She was looking for oranges, mandarins, and satsumas. <laughs> so it's just all different types of oranges. <laughs> what is she doing? She's packing on vitamin C. That's what she's doing. <laughs> she's making a centerpiece. Uh, but discovered they were all labeled as non-vegan. Tweeting her disbelief. That's what you do. You go on the Twitter. Uh, said, I'm shocked to find out that the oranges I was trying to buy all day are not vegan. <laughs> so how exactly how much time is she putting into buying oranges? If she was trying to buy them all day. Well, she went to a shop and seen this first shop and seen these, we can't label these vegan. So she went, okay, well, I can't buy these. So I went to another shop and maybe said, sorry, are your oranges vegan? And then they probably went, well, we don't label it, but um, actually, you know, there's pesticides. It's like, oh, my God, can I get, is there anywhere I can get oranges? So, well, you'll have to go to, like, to the fresh fruit market on, on like, at the end of the road or, the, you know, in, in that car park. Yeah. That's across town. We have oranges here, you fucking bitch. Yeah, yeah. And look, it's not as if, you know, all the places that sell oranges are ordering them all from different places and different shipping containers and different ports. Yeah. It's all coming off the one container on the one ship. From the one port, you're all getting the same oranges. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, the woman tried Tesco for the oranges, but found out via the store's website um, that the Emperor Oranges 4-pack are labeled as non-vegan. Such fruits are also being sold elsewhere, including M&S, Morrison's. And while, of course, fruit is vegan by nature, it's now being explained as to why the products are labeled as not being suitable for those on a vegan diet. It's down to the chemicals used, often pesticides, to enhance the growing process and make fruit look and grow better. Um, that chemical, imazali, imazalil, imazalil, that one, that one right there. I can't see it, no, I can't actually. Hang on, it's that one right there. Right, see that one there? Imazali. Yeah. Don't say it like I'm a moron because I can't pronounce that. It's like my imazali, move on. <laughs> and, and in all but tiny amounts is the common non-vegan item used by growers on their fruit and veg uh, the E904 version of the chemical as it should be shown on any label is a wax made of shellac 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 there we go 
like a beeswax. So it's not. So, it, but then you have like if it's beeswax is a derivative from an animal as well. So then maybe that goes into our earlier thing of what I was questioning was that like you can't use like a, a manure fertilizer. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I think also if you're gonna go vegan, go vegan. You know, deal with the fucking consequences. Don't make it. Don't make it our problem. <laughs> Because yeah. you made a choice. Yeah. So did you know that you put chemicals in oranges? I would have guessed, yeah. If I would have guessed it. Yeah. Well, I can't eat them, and I'm vegan. Oh, you don't have the strength to actually have a proper argument. <laughs> oh, fuck off. <laughs> it's just, you know, vegetarian. Like, I, I remember a time when a vegetarian had their nose turned up by, by restaurant owners. And that was, a, that was like 20 years ago. You know? Yeah. And now vegetarians is, 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 you know, it's just whatever. So lame. <laughs> so 1994. <laughs> yeah. And now you have um, the vegans, but, you know, it seems to be like, well, I've made a choice, so you need to cater for me. No. No, 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 no. 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 It's like we print our menu at the door. Have a read. Mm hmm. You but know, it's people like that who kind of going, oh, they do salads, which means, like, I'll just say I don't want that, 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 mm-hmm. and I want my own salad. Mm hmm. It's like, oh, you can't. Yeah, yeah. I used to love saying to people in the restaurants, uh, when they say, do you cater for vegans? I say, when we have to. You know. <laughs> we don't have any vegan options on the menu, but if you still decide to come here, we can do stuff. Who we can do one thing per section, one yeah. starter, one main course, one dessert. And you know, I, I, I loved it as well because I only found it kind of fairly recently in the last few years that certain wines uh, use egg whites to filter out certain elements of the wine. No way. Which I never knew. Uh, and it's, on, it, it's listed on some labels. Now, it's, it's, it's not listed as uh, egg whites or albumin or whatever. This it's is non vegan, probably. It's, it's, yeah, it's listed as non vegan, but it's, it's given like a chemical name or a chemical whatever. It's given a different name. Right, uh, but some wines have that, and some some don't. So you know your your wine, which you think is just grape juice, probably isn't vegan either. Amazing! I did not know that. There you go. Um, I don't know the name of the process. I don't know uh, if it's just white or just red. I just know that it was actually a wine rep in a restaurant that that said it to me because um, he was quite proud of the fact that all of his wines are vegan, and I did that whole the, the whole they're all vegan, <laughs> and he was like, actually, no, they're not, and gave me some. Some information on it. So, um, so yeah, there you go. So I didn't know all, all wines weren't vegan. So I don't really, I don't really blame this one for like assuming that that you know, <laughs> like yeah, fruit. We blame her for having a fucking hissy fit and heading to Twitter on it. Yeah, you know what? It's, it is. It's dear Joe. Dear Joe. Can you believe I went in to buy oranges? That 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 is one for Joe Duffy. Dear Joe. Yeah. Went in buy oranges and they're not vegan. And Joe would be like. <gasps> Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're not, you're not serious. That's, yeah, yeah. You're not serious. Jeez, yeah, that's yeah, mad. That's yeah. mad. Mad. Tell us more. Tell us more. Tell us more. Now, what, what you could do is go on Twitter and just notify other vegans, saying, "Careful with your oranges now, because they yes. might be actually vegan." Yeah. Instead exactly. of having a fucking hasty vegan, going, do you know what I had to do on fucking Saturday? I had to walk the length and breadth of this town looking for oranges. Oranges were vegan, and I had to go to the market, and I thought like this because I'm not trying to do it. Jesus Christ! You sound like a father Ted character. Hello, <laughs> 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 uh, 
Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but we could have gone on and been like, hey, by the way, vegans, watch out because it could be labelled non-vegan. Instead of assuming that Tesco had to put money into like a massive advertising campaign to tell everybody that their fruit <laughs> isn't vegan. Yeah. You know. Thanks. Anyway, that's a... Uh, that is my two stories, three stories. Many stories that I do, loads of stories. You do three stories. I do three stories. Well, we'll want to do one of your stories, will we? Yeah. Right. Well, then we'll do your story. Uh, sort of put up the thing here first. Hang on now for a second. So, a box of human heads was stolen from Denver truck. Okay. Yep. Tell us all about it. A thief who broke into a freight truck in Denver this week made off with some macabre cargo, a box of human heads. According to a release from Denver Police Department, the truck was parked in East Denver when someone broke in sometime between that time on Wednesday and that time on Thursday. The unknown suspect... Hang on, hang on, hang on. Fuck you. You can't skip over there and go that time and that time. I was pronouncing Japanese words 20 minutes ago. I think when you you weren't pronouncing (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you can't go between that time and that time. Literally, it takes the same amount of syllables to say... 2.30 and 9.30. No, I'd, I'd be on the next paragraph by now. But, uh, you stop me. <laughs> but if you want, between 2.30pm on Wednesday, March 2nd, and 9.30am on Thursday, March 3rd. Thanks, Adam. There's some people Jeez. listening and not just reading it off a screen like you. You know what I mean? Oh. Got to the, un- <laughs> the unknown suspect stole a dolly and a box labelled exempt exempt human specimen this box is full of human heads meant to be used for medical research this also the box also bore a science care label kdvr reports science care is a program for donating bodies to science for research and education purposes at this point, no arrests have been made, and investigators are working to gather more information and recover the stolen human remains, Denver Police said on Saturday. Should someone find the box containing human heads, discarded or abandoned, authorities are asking that they immediately call the Denver Police Department at that number. If anyone has additional information, they're encouraged to call the Metro Denver Crime Stoppers at that number. Tips can be submitted anonymously. Now, uh, sorry, you just, uh, I mean, I hate to be that guy, but you just did it again by going that number and that number. I mean, you, you probably should have read out the number in case somebody's listening and they want to call because ah. they found the human heads. Okay, Denver Police Department, 720-913-2000 or the Denver Crime Stoppers, 72913, uh, stop. That's 7867. <laughs> the number again. Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah. Or look, I wouldn't have even read that paragraph. I would have just would have said Google Denver Police. But you know, I love your commitment. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, calling me. It's gonna decline. Sorry. Thanks. That's okay. So, uh, yeah. So human heads. Just, uh, yeah. Like it's one thing. Like kind of stealing trunk going, ha, got a truck. And then show, what's in the show, man? Okay, fucking human heads. <laughs> like what would you do? What would you do if you do? have a human head though? Like what would you do? Oh god. Would you keep it? <clears throat> no, God. I, I oh god. Oh god. I'd probably just throw up all over it. <laughs> oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't do that. You'll never you'll get just you'll get reduce that resale value incredibly if you throw up all over that head. <laughs> I don't know what I do. I can't, I, I want to see the truck for one, but if like if you had fuck a box of human heads, I can't. It doesn't say how many heads, <laughs> but just oh, imagine it. Imagine opening up a kind of what's in this treasure trove? <laughs> what if you saw a head that you do? Uh, uh, oh. Like 
And I suppose like it's, it's for science and medical research and all. My question would be, why why would they have to detach the heads? You know, just leave the heads attached on. You know. <sighs> Well, like, is, is, was was it just heads that they were transporting? Was their legs in a different truck? I get well. Maybe the head, maybe in the head it protects the brain, and so you know, like keeping it in a glass jar. Mm. Maybe just, that story. Like we had we had the same story twice, or like I think we had a story and then a follow up of, of of the story a while later of like feet washing up in Canada. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. It's still in their shoes, was it? Still feet still in their shoes, just washing up in British Columbia, going, what the fuck is going on here? Every now and again, that still pops up, you know, oh. because they were, I think, <laughs> if I remember correctly, and I probably can't, but this sounds like, like 11 feet washed up, and then like a year later, they were like, oh, we found out where eight of them went. We, we still we still have to try and identify three of them. So <clears> like, <throat> where, where's all these unidentified feet coming from? I think we said as well, it's like, 11 feet? But feet come in pairs. Where's number 12? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man, that's just, that's just mental, you know. No, it is. It's a bunch but, all over the place. Like, at least these, head, these heads aren't, they didn't just kind of wash up on shore. They're like, they're going somewhere. And this guy just, like, robbed the wrong truck. It's like, yeah. Oh, God. Fucking heads. <laughs> I've had I've had a lot of interviews over the last couple of weeks for like because uh, the change of jobs and like a lot of warehouses and logistical companies and all that kind of stuff. And usually it's you know anything from food to I don't know liquids and with one company interviewed for like massive like chemical distributors. So like they've huge barrels of chemicals that you got to be careful with. Yeah. But imagine you turned up for work and, and someone's like Dave, that pallet in the family. What's in it? Don't worry about it. Yeah, just says, this is an exempt human. So, look, ask no questions. I'll tell you what, get some petty cash out, get yourself a sandwich for lunch, yeah? Don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> that's it. That's in your panic. What's, what's in the box? What's in that box? <laughs> I'm doing Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Oh, yes, you are. Yes. I can also do Brad Pitt. Uh, ew, I'm Brad Pitt. That's. Me doing you doing Brad Pitt. Doesn't sound anything like me doing Brad Pitt. Pretty much, actually, it sounds like me doing uh, your Al Pacino. <laughs> and also your Mel Streep. <laughs> <laughs> and also your Joe Pesci. And also my SpongeBob. They all sound like, you know, they sound similar. I have to work on them, Adam. You know, give me a complex about, me, about my impressions. <laughs> no, no, no. They're all um, spot on. They are spot on. I can do. I can do any impression you want. Any impression. Nope. I say Stewie Griffin. Do Stewie Griffin a very distinct voice. Do Stewie Griffin. Oh, you want me to do it now, do you? Yeah. It's a bit rusty now. Yeah, I'm that's all right. That's right. Even if it's just like a you know remnant of it. There's there's, there's definitely an undercurrent. There's a there's a sous-son. <laughs> very much a very British <laughs> sous-son. People would say. <laughs> Let's hear it. Yo, I'm Stewie Griffin. Yeah, yeah, nailed it. Fucking nailed it. Yeah. What the deuce? That's what he says, isn't it? <laughs> That's my New York uncle doing an impression of a family guy. What the deuce? What the deuce? Love that fucking kid. <laughs> All right, then. Next story? Yes. 
So uh, if I have um, a warning here, it contains like x-rays and graphic images. Graphic images and descriptions of um, uh, nudity. And, and <laughs> idi- idiocracy. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. So a faith healer hammered nail into pregnant woman's head so she'd have a baby boy. Because that's how that works. The... Yeah, okay. I'll anyone just... anyone watching can see the nail where it's in. Also, like, something's going on with the jaw as well. Yeah, it looks like, it's like, it looks like a... F... No, I was going to say a fish hook or something in there, but I don't yeah. know what that is. Uh, I mm... Mm. Yeah. I, I'm not a I'm not a full time X rayologist person. Yeah, uh, we will read the story. Uh, Pakistani officials are hunting a sorcerer, Jesus, who apparently hammered a nail into the head of a pregnant woman, narrowly missing her brain. The faith healer's <laughs> bizarre actions appear to have been part of an effort to guarantee the mother a baby boy. A doctor made the remarkable claim on Wednesday as the as an image emerged of an X ray showing a nail sticking out of the woman's forehead. <sighs> Faith healers. I mean, <laughs> you know when you bang your head, yeah, like off off the corner or something, and literally, there's no other jolt like it. It will stop you dead in your tracks for at least a minute, and you just be like, yeah, like ah. it really rattles the brain, and your senses just go ah, and it just reverberates around your whole head, and it's down your spine. And you're like, oh, don't yeah. anywhere near me for like a minute. <laughs> And that passes because you go, <sighs> yeah, <sighs> <sighs> fuck off. <sighs> <sighs> but this is a nail in the head, and I was going to ask how you nail something into somebody's head and miss the brain, but the answer is narrowly. Just <laughs> 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 already said it. <laughs> Hey, yeah, uh, not really miss uh, faith healers who quest- <laughs> whose questionable pra- questionable practices. I'd say questionable is definitely the word I'd use. Are rooted in mystic Sufi lore. Uh, are common across Pakistan, despite the disapproval of many, including some schools of Islam. Uh, oh, Jesus! Uh, in South Asia, a son is widely believed to offer better financial security to parents than daughters. The woman arrived at the hospital in the northwestern city of. Peshawar after trying uh, to extract the nail herself with pliers Dr. Hader Khan explained she was fully conscious but was in immense pain do you think Dr. Mm -hmm. Khan who removed the object explained uh, the mother of three daughters said she was pregnant with another girl the doctor had so she, like, she, this woman knew she was pregnant I'm going to the girl you wouldn't mind changing it to a boy would you and he goes oh yeah I'll fix that here we go here I'll fucking nail in the head it reminds you of um, you know a million ways to die in the in the west yeah he yeah. goes <laughs> And he goes, hey, it's a fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, and you go to the doctors, you got a bit of a snivel. Here, here's a fucking leech in there. <laughs> says, God, I fucking hate the West. So funny. The mum of three daughters said she was pregnant with another girl and uh, doctor added, the x-ray showed the five, centi- five centimeter, two inch nail had pierced the top of the woman's forehead but did not hit her brain. Dr. Khan had a, said a hammer or another heavy object might have been used to knock it in. Of course, fucking what else he used? She wasn't a proper faith healer who just willed it into her brain. <laughs> but it says another heavy object. He's like, oh, fuck my hammer. Uh, I use he's a brick. <laughs> All I have is this packet of marshmallows. Can you deal with that? <laughs> this, this might sting. 
Um, the woman had initially told hospital staff that she had hammered the nail into her head herself on the faith healer's advice, but later said he had performed the act. Uh, Peshawar police are trying to track down the victim in intent to find the healer. City police chief Abbas Hassan said, We have collected the CCTV footage from the hospital and hope to reach the woman soon. We will soon lay our hands on the saucer. Like, I, I don't Jesus. know how people like this still... Like, I don't understand. I just don't understand it. Like, it used to be a thing here. Like, I remember in my lifetime, uh, members of my extended family going to faith healers and going to, you know, the seventh son of the seventh son kind of thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, I haven't heard it so much, not so much in my adult life, but I definitely remember being referred to, like, when I was a kid growing up. And it, even, like, it, you'd see, like, tabloids would still do stories about faith healers and, and whatever else. And it's just... I don't know how people still still go for that, and it branches off into people going on on pilgrimages and stuff. And I've no I've no objection to people going on pilgrimages if it's a thing that they want to do and that you know strengthens their faith. But when people go expecting a miracle or expecting you know sick people go expecting to be cured, yeah, you know, I'm like, why put your 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 uh, faith? That's what the whole thing puts your faith in, in something like that. But uh, one thing that always struck me was that. One one example of it that always stood out to me was uh, Andy Kaufman, when he was like he spent oh, his whole God, life, yeah. he spent his whole life trolling people, you know, his whole life. No matter what he did, it was just to troll somebody, uh, and or get a laugh. And then when he was diagnosed with cancer, he went to one of these faith healers who supposedly just rips the tumor out of your yeah, uh, out of your body, and he didn't see that as a fake, you know, yeah. but. Uh, you know, I, I just look. There's, there's low. I remember, like, in my lifetime, growing up. Uh, one time, my mother hosted a tarot card reading, and all the the aunties came over. All the the neighbors came over. It was a big night of it, and somebody had to go into the. Somebody had like, and, and they they had like a, a a fortune teller, a psychic, doing readings, and of course she was doing it for like thirty quid a pop. Yeah, you know I mean, she wasn't coming over for the chats and the bants, you know. She was coming over for for loads of wine and and loads of fucking food and then thirty quid a pop and this was thirty years ago when thirty quid a pop was a lot of money. Yeah, you know, and just telling people like like random shit. Like, oh yeah, uh, the job you have it's not going to last forever. I'm like, oh, well, no job lasts forever. That's pretty. That's pretty vague. And, and, and somebody close is going to die, probably eventually at some point. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Any specifics and, uh, you want to throw in there? No? All right. Like, I remember, actually, my first management job uh, ever was in a pub uh, in, in in Dublin. And one of the female staff tried to host a psychic reading in the pub. And I was like, I'm not I'm, I'm not having that. That's just, it's just rubbish. Because we had locals coming in who were teary-eyed, looking to speak to their dead relatives. Yeah. And, you know, looking for advice and looking for guidance and looking for all this kind of stuff. And this woman is just a pure con artist, you know. <clears throat> Have you seen uh, Darren Brown's stuff? Uh, some of it, yeah. yeah. I've seen some of it. He, he does a whole section uh, on one of his live shows where, he, he you know, he says, I'm going to be a faith healer now. So, like, you know, let me know if, you, if you've honestly done this, like, pains, aches. Uh, ailments, any of that kind of stuff. Just mm-hmm. like you know, let me know, let me know, and I will do 
what these you know evangelists do and all these people who like who just say give me your money give me your money and all that stuff and but he does like, he he goes he's like, anyway like bad eyesight bad eyesight and it's like yeah okay okay read here's the program read that page there it's like uh like take, take off your glasses can you read it no no and he goes okay the power of the holy spirit blah 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 and does all this thing and you're healed and you can see with the light of god and blah 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 and said like, okay now read this exact same page and the person can read it mm-hmm. now in in the end he he does the whole act he does like he, he cures like people have pains in their knees and their backs all that kind of stuff and like he for that bit anyway he says now how do you feel it's like jeez I I honestly could not like touch my knees touch my toes before and and you can you can do it now well yeah and like they're not they're not stooges they're not anything but at the end he goes now please you know if you wear glasses keep your glasses if you take painkillers if you go to like you know a doctor for your movement or your joints like keep fucking going because mm-hmm. that feeling is going to fade not long after you leave this theatre. <laughs> okay. Like, he's just saying, whatever it is about wanting to believe in this kind of, um, you know, if, if you're filled with this kind of excitement and adrenaline, uh, it, it's, it's supposed like uh, athletic performers. They get mm. they get the blood going, they get the adrenaline going, and then they sprint and they, they, they keep it up and they, as long as the, you know, someone passes them the ball or whatever, they get this adrenaline, they move the ball and all of a sudden like, they're, they're lightning, but they're shattered after it. it. It's the exact same thing if you're on stage, especially if you're on stage mm. and like there's an audience watching you, you get a rush of oh, oh, oh he's talking to mm. me and all of a sudden you, you can kind of do things, so you get this kind of superhuman feeling of oh, I'm the centre of attention. Uh, it's it's just amazing how it works and then the tricks that he uses. He does this thing. Um, I think the thing is just called the Messiah. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, but he, he gets a, a normal guy to yeah. be one of these evangelists. He says, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna teach you. People kind of know me, so I'm gonna teach you how to do it, and I will be an endorsement of you." So, oh, right. Grant, and he, he teaches them how to perform, what to say, uh, does the kind of leg lengthening trick on loads of people, uh, how to take away pain. Like he, he, he's just a normal guy, and shows them, and you're gonna be this evangelist. We're gonna bring you to America, and you're you're gonna actually. You know, have a a sermon. We'll get you a band. We'll get you the choir. We'll get you, you know, the security, all that bits and bobs. Very interesting to watch. But his end speech yeah. is all about, uh, don't fall for this kind of shit. And mm-hmm. he just he just walks out. He doesn't say it in though. In, like he says it over mm-hmm. a long kind of speech. So it's all like little bits kind of trickling in. And then he, he yeah. just he just leaves, and they get the fuck out of there. Very good. <laughs> Yes, it's 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 super manipulation, and if if you're if you're if you're confident, that's the whole con man, the whole confidence thing comes. Right? If you're confident yeah. enough in what you're saying, you know, you'll you'll, you'll sell anything. Yeah, you know. But I I am fascinated by by all that kind of stuff, especially mind control. Like I remember once watching Darren Brown, and he was doing this thing where he could, with like minimal kind of coaching and training, he could train somebody to be uh, more uh, more assertive. And yeah. even more aggressive to the point where he could fool a person to doing something that they knew they shouldn't be doing in the moment. So he was on a race course. And you probably know this one. Yeah. He was, he was on a race course and he'd ask somebody to put a bet on. Just like, just, just put a pound on, on this horse or whatever. Put a pound on a horse. Of course, the horse loses. He said, now you're going to walk up to that cash window and you're going to say, I have a winning ticket. Yeah. She's going to check it and she's going to be like, you don't have a winning ticket. And you're going to be, all you're just going to keep saying is, this is the winning ticket. So 
guy goes up and maybe I'm rem- remembering it wrong, but I think he couldn't get it. And then Darren Brown, Darren Brown said, I'll do this. So he took the ticket and he went up to her and he said, this is a winning ticket. And she said, no, no, we'll check it already. And he went, and he, I think he, he slammed his, his fist on the, not his fist, he like slapped the glass beside her. Yeah. Just in a kind of a, an authoritative way of, this is the winning ticket. Yeah. And she checked it again and it still told her, that the computer still said, no, it's not. But he was like, this is the winning ticket. And she went, okay, and paid him out. <laughs> and I think he even goes back. And he actually paid out. Yeah. <laughs> and she goes, is that the winning ticket? And she goes, no. No. That's like, well, you paid now. <laughs> yeah. Well, why did you pay out? Well, because you told me to. <laughs> you know, but it's just like, if you're so confident about something, you know, and if you don't flinch and if you believe it to be true, the other person will go, all right, well, it really seemed like he knew what he was talking about. <laughs> yeah. God, maybe, maybe I am wrong. <laughs> it's, just, it's so weird how it works. <laughs> Even though, like, this is like, that's your booth. You've been working it for, like, months and, like, or years, maybe. Yeah. It's like, that's the winning ticket. Uh, no, sorry, wrong thing. Boom, that's the winning ticket. Yes. 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 That's money. I Weird. just think it's, it's, it's bizarre and it makes me, it makes me doubt every decision I've ever made. Oh, it's, 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 it's I think like, I love the like shows and I hate the shows. Yeah. I watch them and I go, God! Has someone that's me? Am I the idiot? Yeah, and of course, and just to get back to the whole faith healer psyche thing, when your defenses are down, and if you're open emotionally because you you know you want closure on something or you want guidance, you're going to be open to so much more shit than a skeptic going in. Yeah, yeah, you know, I just I just wish that they're on the way out. I think because you know I think that whole culture just kind of moved on, but there still are like there still are people who get stuck by you know they spend hundreds. Of monies on like these these phone and psychic lines and you know i know it's a big thing in america as well but they, they get stuck on that or they you know they follow horoscopes and they live their life by it and it's just you know i believe it to be bollocks yeah but you still find it like even like flicking through sky you find these channels that are just like devoted to god and it's just these people mm-hmm. talking into a camera saying you know preaching and all this kind of stuff talking yeah. about god and how to live your life and so weird stuff, man. And again, look, I, I, I believe what you want to believe. Believe what you want to believe. But I think, uh, like, nobody is psychic. You know, I don't think anyone has a gift. You know, like that. You know, yeah. and 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 especially, and especially if they charge you money for it, they're rubbish. Do you know what I mean? Everyone's got to make a living. Everyone's got to get paid. But there's, I think, there's more ethical ways to make a living. Yeah. You know. Yep. 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 And on that note, we'll do some good news. Yeah! Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the part of the show where we talk about happy and chirpier stuff. There won't be stories about a pervert running around in a buff. 
So here's just a few things that we won't talk about in this segment. War and hunger and the language won't be vulgar. Politics and naked chicks and men doing stuff with their dicks. So sit back, relax and kick off your shoes. And for once, let's just have some good news. Good to back in the room. So Class. do you want to go to your story first? Sure, yeah, I'm up there. So yeah. Swansea City youth player steer, steers car off M4 after mum faints. So a 13-year-old schoolboy averted tragedy by steering a car onto the hard soldier of the M4 after his mum uh, fainted behind the wheel. Harry from near Cardigan in... Near Cardigan in... Caradigian. Look at that. Cardigan near Caradigian. There you go. Grabbed the wheel after his mum, Catherine. Jesus, Catherine from Cardigan in Caradigian. <laughs> Well, fair play to you. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna belittle that, you know. But it was, it's ever slightly, it's along the same lines as the Japanese stuff. Hey, how are you? Try saying all that three times fast. Well, she fell ill uh, near Junction 47 on the motorway uh, about two weeks ago. Harry and his friend Dylan were being driven home from Swansea City's Football Academy. The boys' head teacher, Carwin Morgan Davis, said they were both heroes. Harry's mother was taken to Morrison Hospital in Swansea and has since recovered. He said his mother passed out all of a sudden while she was driving. I took over the steering wheel and I put her on the hard shoulder and we drove about a mile down the M4, he said. Dylan told me to put the hazard lights on when we ki- we were coming to a stop. Uh, Dylan said to put the handbrake on. When asked how he knew how to drive his mum's car, Harry said, I don't know. I was thinking about what my uncle said on the farm. Uh, when the car came to a halt, he got out of the car uh, to flag down help where Dylan called Harry's father. It could have been an accident because we were on a slip road going off to a different junction. Jesus. Dylan 12 from Aberforth travels with Harry to the Swans Academy as often as five times a week, shouted instructions from the rear of the vehicle. There's always <laughs> a backseat driver, isn't there? Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Harry grabbed it the wheel really quickly to be fair to him he said he got to the hard shoulder I was shocked and so was Harry everybody in the school uh, has been asking us what happened Uh, Mr Morgan Davis the school's temporary head teacher said they are the stars of the football field and heroes in this situation they responded with great maturity so it must have gotten an awful fright I would say so yeah I would say so um that's 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 mental. I remember, I remember driving. With uh, I was driving us home from work one one night, and we we done like a twenty hour day, and it was like a two hour drive at the end of it. So like, literally by the time we got back to like our street, he 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 had fallen asleep at the wheel by the time he pulled into the driveway. Like literally, he got to the driveway and just he could take no more and just fell asleep. Oh my god! And I remember thinking, "Jeez, if that had happened, like you know." 15 seconds earlier, you know, that there would have been, because I, I wasn't paying attention to what he, whether he was asleep or awake or not, because it's not something you pay attention to. Yeah. Unless, you know, because if you're not, if you're not talking in the car, if things are just quiet and, you know, people are just enjoying the journey or just whatever, you're not going to yeah. pay attention if you don't hear any noises coming from the other side of the car, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's not until it's obviously too late. So that's, uh, there you go. I just got back to, uh, I remember what my uncle said to me on the farm. You know, he was like, things guy at night. 
we yeah. forget you. <laughs> yeah. So when 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 the, when the cows are lying in the grass, you know there's going to be a blue sky in the winter, huh? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Smoking on there, smoking on there. Mushrooms yeah. grow in the circles where fairies lay their eggs. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uncle, are you are you high as a, high as a kite, son? High as high a kite. Sure. It doesn't be born out here in the fucking fields, but sure, your your auntie doesn't know, so you shut your little young mouth, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was once. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I was once uh, intimate with uh, a goat. Um, <laughs> we'll say no more about it, but uh, look, if, if ever you're going down the motorway and you want to fall asleep, just lift up the handbrakes on. That's, just take away the important bits yeah. of this conversation. <laughs> Steer left and pull the handbrake. All right, very good, very good, very good, very good. Uh, hazard lights, hazard lights on. Uh, now give us a go, give us a go. Uh, it's just as well he remembered the right part of that, that advice. Imagine, imagine barreling down the motorway and your mouth falls asleep and you're like, huh? I need a goat. I into it with a goat. <laughs> <laughs> and sniggering to yourself, and they're just like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> ah, fair play to him. He remembered the right thing at the right time. Yeah. Fair play to him. But that goes back to, do you remember we had the story last, was it last week about um, when, when you die, your life does flash before your eyes? Yes. So, like, what you were saying was is that, you know, you would get a panic of, uh, like, if something's happening in the moment, every kind of vaguely related scenario or a piece of information in your head related to that incident yeah will flash through your, your yeah. brain how to survive this yeah yes, exactly so uh so there you go that's that's obviously that's that's a real life example of that i like to think so there you go nice story um i have i have i have a story do you want, do you want to see my story yeah better dairy slices into new funding for animal free cheeses now i could I could be down on this good news story. I could be, and I yeah. could say that. I could say that if it's not dairy, then it's not cheese. I could say that. I could say that. Yeah. Okay. Right, but I won't. Good. Thanks, man. Because there's no point. You know, there's no point in also giving it a bit of me free chicken. Then it's not chicken. It's just whatever the fuck the thing is. <laughs> Call it whatever it is. Make up a new name for it. You know, fake chicken. Yeah. Faking. Like, like I, I, I can put up with 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 plant based sausages. You know, because at least it's right up there. It's plant-based sausages, and they're not saying plant-based pork sausages. Are they? They're just saying yeah. plant-based burgers. It's like it's like uh, veggie patties. So I can get a, I can get on board yeah, veggie yeah, patties. Yeah. You know, but you can't say a chicken is made of leaf. No, no. Yeah. You know, and it's not. It's it, look. It's good news, Adam. It, it is good news. Food tech company Better Dairy is closer to getting its aged and hard cheeses into the testing phase after securing $22 million in Series A funding. The UK-based company founded in 2019 by that guy uh, is still in the R&D phase of developing animal-free cheeses using precision fermentation. Oh. Uh, so, yes, it's uh, it's like it's fake cheese, all like molecularly correct, uh, created uh, milk, basically, and then they make cheese out of that um the whole point of but, it they say is to cut down on um animal farming and then thus reduce uh, methane emissions oh, so they take a sample of milk and they just say they're able to just reproduce it without having to go and actually milk animals uh no i think it's it's just look we'll we'll i suppose i should we just, just read it but it's animal free cheese so like it's completely synthetic kind of like the impossible burgers the beyond burgers alright um, but what, what, what's stuff. their starting point uh, let's find out uh, 
Butterdairy is using precision fermentation to produce products that are molecularly identical to traditional dairy. Uh, however, it's not produced from a cow. Uh, similar to brewing beer, but the end result is dairy. So it's, it's yeast-based. Okay. Okay. Uh, while other food tech companies are tracking... Uh, are tackling softer cheeses like mozzarella or whey proteins. Better Daily is targeting Better Dairy. Sorry, Dairy Daily. Better Daily is targeting hard cheeses, a process that is more complex in a more sustainable way. So it's 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 all moving towards the whole. You know, we don't need animals to to eat and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, uh, the thing about it is, like, and this is is all. I suppose it's not natural because not the way stuff is naturally done. But if it's from yeast, it's it's you know it doesn't seem like they're molecularly, you know, modifying anything or they're not fucking around with with things like the whole Impossible Burger and the whole Beyond Burger. There's still some questions about how healthy that stuff is. Yes, and I suppose it'll be you know you need to study this stuff as well. But you know it's gotten its funding, so I suppose it'll be an element of research into that that kind of stuff. Yeah, it just seems like they do have the starting point of. Uh, like a milk of some kind, mm-hmm. but they just keep replenishing it, and it, like like the yeast, the yeast just kind of like mm-hmm. grabs it and just kind of keeps replenishing and keeps growing, keeps growing. Yeah. So they keep harvesting that instead of harvesting more milk from yeah. from cows and goats and all. Well, that's very impressive. It is. Look, I I, I tried it once, and uh, it didn't. I didn't get great results. Wait, what did you do? I tried. Um, Creating food out of out of nothing. Yeah, what was your starting point? Uh, I got a three D printer. Oh god, yeah. And uh, I, I just I, I just typed in burger, and uh, believe it or believe it not, Adam, yeah. uh, I didn't get a burger. Weird. Honestly, I thought your starting point was gonna be like a magic wand that you got from a magic kit and a plate and went, "How's oh, it a little burger?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, "That's bollocks." <laughs> Harry Potter's full of shit. It's a, uh, no, I just you know, I, I just I, like it was very misleading how the person who described the three D printer to me described the three D printer. Right, <laughs> like, like, they said you can put whatever you want. Yeah. Oh, burger, please. <laughs> See, no, no, it's, it's, I, it's I think not, it was, it was, you want. It was described to me as you can print whatever you want. All you got to do is type it into the computer what you want, and then it'll print it out. So I burger. Nothing. <laughs> any burger. Uh, maybe, maybe you just like put the wrong material into the actual like feeder, the printer. Oh, is that what you have to do? Yeah, you might have to put in, like you might have to put in, like bread and meat into it instead of like plastic. Uh, if I'm going to do that, I'll just make a fucking burger, Adam. I want to just be able to go to a three D printer and go burger. <laughs> yeah, this is pretty much actually just going. Hey Siri, uh, burger, please. Yeah. Oh fuck. I just, I just, <laughs> Siri, is it going to Yeah, burger, burger. Oh. No. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Right. Uh, Siri just like started getting involved. Sorry about that. That's all right. Uh, yeah, so anyway, there we go. That's what I tried to do. Tried to 3D print a burger. Um. Then I had uh, I had my my three D printer privileges taken away from me. Good. Yeah, because uh, apparently Kate Beckinsale's ring piece is also not importable into the three D printer. Weird. <laughs> Weird. 
Where can people find it, Adam? Best place to find it is at com for all links to our shows. Above the page, you'll find uh, links uh, to all previous shows and to Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash news burp, where you get all the extra bits. So you'll get the video of the show ad free, you get uh, notifications of the show, and then a week later it comes out, the edited version. You'll also get the far, uh, the Patreon extra content, which is the top five, and the Florida Mans, and everyone gets a shout out. So shout outs go to. Kevin Fagan, Aaron Eldred, Fiona Cleary, Nathan Peterson, Paul Blunson, Alexander Henry, Shane Everton, and Andrew Ward. W, thank you all so much. Very, very much for your support. Uh, really, really do appreciate it. Uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks so much. That's that's been our show. It's, uh, it's been real. It's been it's been very real. I'm going off now to do more research in 3D printers. <laughs> yeah, you should. <laughs> and uh, work on my impressions, apparently. Well, that's up to you. If you want a career in it. I want a career in it. But, you know, it'd be a nice, nice conversation starter. You know, yeah. just, just break the ice. Because now when I do impressions, it doesn't as much break the ice as stop conversations. Yeah, well, when you walk up to someone and go, uh, hello there, do you want to hear my impression of uh, Stewie Griffin? You go, oh my God, I love Family Guy. Yeah, I loved it. Hey, yo, I'm Stewie Griffin. What the deuce? I think that's what makes you kind of go, okay, please leave. <laughs> My father's funeral is not the place for this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, did an impression of your dad? Please don't. Hey, I'm your dad. <laughs> Look at me, I'm dead. Read an artist. The material writes itself. You know, I could do. I could do. I could do a straight ten minutes just to give the priest a break. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you love that. So please, please don't do it. No, take a seat there, Father. I got this. Thanks, everybody. My support of my opener there, Father Casey. Father Casey, Father Casey, No, cutting the jokes, but no, what a voice. Here <laughs> <sighs> we go. Anyway, that's our show. Lovely. Thanks so much for for listening and for watching and for supporting and for reviewing and subscribing and liking and smashing all the buttons and and leaving a five star review. And go, oh my God, you're so big. Uh, see you next week. Bye. Bye.